Hello. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> you know, living the dream over here. I uh, enjoy the name change. <laughs> well, you know, just PJ Dillner's is in its suit, my, you know, my quarantine lifestyle. <laughs> well, you know, this is a first guest spot on this podcast. And, well, obviously, Gold Jabroni, PJ, Terry. <laughs> Maybe Perry. you heard of him? Not P squared. Yeah. That's that's Big Perry. This yeah, is, that's this is, this is yeah. Well, you're, you're LP. Little LP LP Little Perry. So, uh, shit, man, how's how's quarantine been treating you? You know, quarantine. you're still essential though, right? Yeah, I'm essential with an A. Uh, yeah, I got my hours cut today, but uh, we're still working. So, I mean, you know, at least you got a job right now, man. It's, mm-hmm. that's just, it's tough. There's too many people, obviously, including myself, don't got don't got nothing, man. Just yeah. I mean, that. people need their meat, and I got to give it to them. So it's just what it is. <laughs> well, of course, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which uh, I, I mean, that's kind of a good segue into a question that mm-hmm. I want because I don't know if I have asked or if I know why. But um, so, how did you go from? Uh, you know, swiping right on uh, all the wrong girls yeah. <laughs> to uh, to uh, finding finding Mrs. Right all of a sudden, man. How did you even meet her? I don't. I don't. Well, I don't... all right. So you know, uh, what you know, we uh, met on Hinge. Uh, we went out a couple times, and the third time, I told her, like, hey, you know, I have a son on the way. Um, if that's going to be a problem, like, I just want to get that out of the opening. You know, I'm starting to, you know, like you and this and that, and. Um, she, you know, she goes, Oh, you know, I appreciate you telling me earlier before, you know, things progressed and this and that, uh, she took a couple days, kind of came to her thoughts and said, you know, um, this isn't really going to work out. Uh, I don't see myself being with someone with a child. So, you know, a couple months pass, you know, still, you know, right back to the swiping, you know, you got to, you got to swipe, right. Those are the rules. You always swipe, right. <laughs> you got so, to. <laughs> it's, a, it's all about numbers. The numbers game. I taught you it's that. It's a numbers, numbers game. Mm-hmm. When you're on that thing, you just got to hammer the right. Look, it's a law of averages, you know? You got to hammer the right, and yeah. you, you figure it out after that. You weed out, you decide after that. Yeah, the more, the more you talk to, the more you're going to bring in. It's just what you law of averages. It's just it's marketing 101. Well, exactly. It's just it's easy. Uh, yeah, so then a couple, like this, you know, this past year was crazy for me with weddings. Um, kind of fell through with some dates, so I was just at, like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it was on my phone and I was texting. Maybe you, are, every you, are person. A hot, you are a hot commodity when it comes yeah. to wedding dates. Look, you I had do. eight I had nine last year I went to. I mean, I mean I'm not I mean I remember you just were going to one like every three weeks, yeah. every two weeks. So. I, I had one one time, it was the same weekend, one Friday, one Saturday. Wild times. Wild times. <laughs> so uh finally, um she goes, That's right, I you know, after messaging every single person every couple weeks, like in my phone, like, hey, I need a wedding date. And then, uh, luckily, my friend Frances, uh, she came through a couple times for me. Great wedding date. But, you know, great friends. Fred out in Indy, nurse. She's out in Phoenix right now as a travel nurse. I think Phoenix. Fighting the COVID. Thing. She's fighting the Rona. She's fighting the Rona, man. You know, Still you got, a good thing. Yeah, you got to do a shout out. You got to shout out the nurses. You know, you got to get some masks out there. You got to. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. I've met her, met her a handful of times. Yeah. She's always, she's always yeah. a good person. She's Fun always... time, yeah. She's single. Sure. So, if anyone in the Phoenix area, get at it. What's her full name? Go ahead and put her on here. Yeah, uh, Francis P. That's what we're going to go with. You can find her on my Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I like that. I like that. <laughs> kind of people help with people. So she covered yep. for you for a couple dates or whatever as your friend. And then uh, yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming uh, the Mrs. Perfect, she came along and went to one of them. Yeah, so and that's how we kind of got rekindled. It was kind of just like, oh, she goes, hey, you never really gave up on me. Then we kept, you know, hang out a couple more times. And then uh, it just kind of came to me, and I was like, it's not going to get any better than this. This is the one for me. She's perfect for me, uh, you know. And uh, I didn't want to waste any more time. And uh, the day before Valentine's Day, because if it was Valentine's Day, that's real cheesy. So you can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> you can't so, do that. you know, I uh, she's having a bad day at work. It was kind of all at once, you know. I, I left work early because I had a miscommunication with uh, Heather, who was watching my my sister, who was watching my uh, 
my son, I thought she wanted me to come pick him up right away. So I left early and we were kind of talking about, you know, futures and this and that. And she had my mom's uh, engagement ring with her. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll ask tonight. And I grabbed, you know, I took it home. Uh, I went to my grandma's with my son, hung out a little bit, talked to her, you know, felt her out and, you know, what she thought of Nicole. Um, and then, you know, she loved her. So I, you know, she's having a bad day. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. My family came over. They all came and hang on out. Uh, she gets here. I'm like, hey, we got to run out real quick. I lost a bet. I have to go get Dairy Queen for the whole family. <laughs> so, you know, we start walking outside. I, you know, I grab her. Hold on a second. I forgot my wallet. But when she turns around, I'm down on one knee, you know, and I just, you know, I tell her like, hey, I don't want to waste another day not being engaged to you. You're the one for me. I love you so much. And will you be my wife? And she said yes. And uh, now here we are. I mean, that's crazy because I'm sure you got a lot of, uh, you know, not negativity, but a lot of questions on isn't this too quick? Isn't this too soon? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, well, you know, dating before that. Yeah. So we were dating since November. So, it been, you know. Right, right around four or five months. Uh, but I don't think there's a timeline. I think uh, I think that's, you know, it's not, you know, 1980 where I need to, you know, d- date someone for six years to finally know, oh, maybe I like this person. Um, no, she's great to me. She's great to my family. She's great to my son. So it was just I mean, one of when, things like. I always tell people, when you know, you know. I mean, it, it could be, you don't have to, like you said, there's no set timeline, predetermined timeline for people to, to go through steps. I mean, there are still some old school people that believe that, but right. No, yeah. The the day, like if you, if, if your lives align, you know, together perfectly, <clears throat> then why, why wait, you know, a year, two years, three years, whatever people think, you know, you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way. And you know, she's happy with it. I'm happy with it. So that's really what it came down to. It's not so much as, Oh, I needed to wait six more months to make so-and-so happy. It was, you know what? I want to do it for myself. She was ready. And then now we're ready to, you know, progress our lives and that's the thing is you know you it's something that you guys like love each other like mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with um you know it's not a shotgun the- wedding i ain't impregnated another girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly so you know it's it's just i don't know like i said i haven't really we haven't really talked about it so no I knew that we talked- mm-hmm. I know me, and, me, me and uh me and the big guy me and bigger dad we were at uh we were at uh, the gym, and then uh, he showed me that uh, Instagram picture. Yeah. And, uh, he told yeah, me, yeah. I go, he's like, is this real? I go, I don't know. He hasn't talked to me. Yeah, Grand Boyce, yeah, Alex, Grand Boyce, you know, Granny. He thought it was fake. Uh, he, he goes, you're joking, right? I'm like, why would I joke about that? Like, what? So uh, I, to- yeah. I told uh, I told Bicker Dad, I said, I've been, you know, I've been giving P- you know, PJ's tips here and there, and, and none of those tips were marry a girl after four months. But No, no, and they, yeah, and I don't think they ever are, but I think it's one of those rare cases that it's, we were both kind of just like, this is it. So this is, you know, this is the best it's going to be for us because we love each other so much and we're just perfect, you know. She's a little bit more, you know, quieter and she's a little, you know, she's older than me. You know, I don't like to rub that into her. So, you know, you got to dig those <laughs> in. You got you to gotta, you dig those battles. Yeah. Um, so she, you know, she was ready to, you know, kind of settle down. I was hundred percent ready. So it was just one of those things. Like it was, like I said, you know, three months ago, or like if we were maybe in like last year, like when we first started hanging out, you know, maybe it didn't work, but yeah. everything kind of, even then in March, I was devastated when she goes, Oh, I can't, you know, um, I don't want to see you anymore. It was terrible. I, I was like really heartbroken then. And we only went out a couple of times. Like I was like, wow, this girl, like, I really like this girl. I think she could have been the one, but, um, she broke my heart. Really? Yeah, she some broke people. my heart last March, and then uh, a couple months later, time passed. I mean, that's crazy because you think about it like that, and you know, it's like you, you could have just been like, "All right, well, my heart got broken by this person, and boom, it's done." And then, yeah. like, I I preach that to people all the time. You never know what's going to happen. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you you have to you have to just accept things, and that's kind of another thing I wanted to talk about was just. Um, you know, people that have a hard time just accepting things for the way they are, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it's like, okay, well, this is not the right time for us right now. This is just not working right now. But that doesn't mean that, um, doesn't mean that you have to hate that person. Doesn't mean you have to, you know, not be happy with that person, not talk to that person. You know, I have a lot of people that don't understand how, I mean, and you know, that firsthand I'm friends with almost all of my ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. If, if not all of them. Yeah, which isn't healthy, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't leave. 
I don't leave on bad terms, you know. With, <laughs> well, you, with you can't burn bridges because sometimes you got to walk back because you need some puss, and it's fine. <laughs> no, what I'm just saying, like, you never know what's going to happen. You have to be able to accept things like, okay, look, this isn't working out. And it's hard to do. Like, I've had to do that before, too. It's it's not easy to just accept that because yeah, no, 100%. You know, there's, there's a time where it's like, look, how long do you want to keep doing this? You don't want to do – I'm not saying you have to work for things. Things are – you know, your parents have been married for, what, 70 years? Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, 36 years, I think now, 37. And that's the thing is you got to work at things, but at the end of the day as well, you have to, like, you have to accept things as well because mm-hmm. – there's going to be times where you're just – it's the same thing. It's the same arguments. It's the same fights. It's the same situation. It's the same feeling. And you have to um, you have to realize when you start feeling like that, like drifting away kind of feeling. You're not like head over heels in love anymore. You're starting to drift away a little bit. And you need to communicate. Communication is key, you know. You communicate. Mm-hmm. Let that person know, like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Like, I don't want to be with anybody else. I don't want to be without you, but, like, we need to work on this. Yeah. Uh, but it's a two-way street though both parties have to um you know go with that because otherwise like i said we're gonna have we're gonna be doing this you know maybe things get better for a little while and we're gonna be doing this again in, in three months four months like how do you want to keep wasting four months of your life four months at a time and then it gets better for a month and then it goes back to like like i said i was in that situation for 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 a while you know it started mm-hmm. to be like Every every other day or every other week, or whatever was was a whole week of fighting and arguments. It was like just stupid little arguments, you know. Right. And the thing and it, is, yeah, that's probably, yeah. When it's a little argument that becomes a big argument over really nothing, that's when you know it's maybe you should take a step back and you know. You really need to sit down and just talk to somebody, like talk right. to talk, talk to your significant other and let them know, like, look, we're having a bunch of dumb arguments, a bunch of dumb fights. Like, we're better than this. Like, we love each other. Why are we doing this? Like, right. Let's, Let's figure it out, you know? Yeah, there's something underlying there that's really the bigger issue, you know? When and the you, thing is, if the other person's not willing to talk about it, well, then that person just is doesn't care anymore. And then it's hard to accept that because you don't want the person that you love not to care. But if they're not putting in any effort, and, and, and it, for the most part, like, they've probably kind of given up on the idea already. Right. And that's, the, that's you know, that's where you got to get, like you said, just communication. Because if you let it go it's too long, then it's kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to revert back. And a lot of people, and, they don't, like – they just don't want to come to that realization. They don't want to accept it. They don't want to, they don't want it to happen. You know, you don't want like, even when you're not happy with the person that you're with, you know, you still like the thought of breaking up and the thought of not being with them and the thought of, of them having their own lives without you and you having your own lives without them. It hurts. But at the end of the day, maybe it's what's right. You know? Well, it depends. You know, is it you wanting to be with them or is it you just don't want to be alone? And I think that's what people don't really think about also i mean that's true too and uh and a lot of people you know it's like they you know i have like five friends that i talk to that are like they walk on eggshells around their significant other i know a couple guys that walk on eggshells around their girlfriends because they don't want to make them mad because they don't want them to you know so you just – and then I feel like it's kind of like that person just walking all over because the other person will know that too. Right. And then the other person kind of can feel like I can do whatever, you know, I already know. Like this person's scared of me kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And no, yeah, just what? the other day, you know, when we were all Skyping together, uh, yeah. she thought I didn't give her enough attention like throughout the day just because like I was over there in the corner. But, you know, just plans changed. My sister came over. They uh, brought over some food. And they were hanging out, drinking in the kitchen. I was in the other room. I was on Skype with a couple of people just hanging out, which that was my plan throughout the whole day. And we just, it was just a miscommunication between both of us. And we kind of came to agreement at the end of the night, just like, hey, like, I'm sorry that, you know, she kind of yelled at me. And I was like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And then I just went down on her and then made her smile. So that's just what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the key right there. <laughs> Look, that's you got to give a take. You got to give it. That's what it is. Sexual relief will stop yeah. a lot of fights. <laughs> no, but it, a, lot of a, yeah. a lot of times if a girl would just whip out her titty while she was while I was yelling or I was arguing with her, I don't remember what I was arguing about. Look, anymore. the conversation's making a quick three, 180 because we're not doing the same thing anymore. Exactly. You know, but, you know, like going back to what I was talking about, like walking on eggshells and things like that, it's like uh, you got to be able to be yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the thing is, is 
when you're with somebody, you're going to change a little bit. Like it's just this is what you're going to do. It's what people do for each other. But you still have to be true to yourself, and you still have to be yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, like, like yeah, you, mm-hmm. your, roots, cause your roots, because your roots, because you're going to change a little bit because you kind of mesh together, and make your own life moving forward. But if you change who you are completely, then who are? I mean, what's the, you're you're not going to be happy in that relationship because you're not yeah, yourself. So, like, exactly. So now you're you're being you're pretending to be somebody just for mm-hmm. somebody else, you know. And just because you don't want to have an argument with them because, you know, or her or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like you don't, you don't want to, to go down that path of, because then that, like I said, that's going to lead to something down the road. That's going to be a lot worse. You're going to start hating yourself and, and it could just be like an atomic bomb between you and that person, you know? No, definitely. That's what, you know, that's, you gotta, you can't be afraid right away to explain how you feel. You know, I've got her a couple of times mad at me just situations where like, Hey, I go, I go over to your house. She, she works differently, you know, she, with owning her own dance studio. She'll work late hours and I, work her, and I, yeah, <laughs> look, I'm dating a business owner. Okay. I don't know if you know, <laughs> I'm doing well for myself, <laughs> but uh, no. So like I get, you know, I work at six 30. I get, you know, and from her house, I got to leave at 45, you know, five 45 ish. So, all of a sudden she gets home at nine o'clock and I get over to her house at nine o'clock. Like after about an hour, like at 10 o'clock, I'm ready to go to bed. So she's just getting home and like wanting to eat dinner and this and that. And it's a lot of give and take. And then a couple of times I got my going to bed or like, I'm sorry, I'm tired and like not really conversing with you and her and her roommate. And I'm like, but a lot of times, like I thought it was just going to be me and you hanging out. And all of a sudden I got to sit and watch TV a couple of times, like until like 10 or 11 with you and your roommate and converse. It's like, I'm ready to wind down with you and have my day with you. And a couple of times I was telling her earlier, you know, in a relationship. And then we kind of, you know, we had some arguments about that to begin with, but then she started seeing it, you know, Oh, I understand where you're coming from now. And like when she has to go out of town for uh, like a dance competition where she coaches and then all of a sudden like, well, it's Friday night. I want to go out and I want to be out till, you know, a couple, you know, midnight. And she goes, well, I got to be up at five. Well, like, let's say midnight. There's, you might be five in the morning where you're walking well, out holding shoes. No, well, no, because we'll go out together. So then she's going to drive me. So like, she'll tell me, okay. all right, midnight. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then like, all of a sudden it'll be, you know, she'll be, all oh, the night's starting to wind down. You, you've walked to the whole city of Highland and with your shoes in your hands. So. Look, look, that's to me, that's, that was old Peach. Okay. That's, uh, that's, but no, definitely no, but. And then it became like, oh, we have to be in by this time. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then she'll like, she'll be like, oh, well, I, or, oh, we have to leave your friend's house at this time because I can work. But it's like, but it, that's how we kind of, she started seeing it my way is when she has those kind of situations come up. She goes, oh, you're kind of right. Like, I get why you just want to wind down with me and this and that. And that's lucky. I mean, that's that you're lucky for that because there's a lot of people, guys and girls, both of them can't accept that and they want to be right and they can't Mm -hmm. handle that. They don't say, you know what, I didn't think about it that way. And it's, and that's, that goes for everybody. I mean, myself included, like, Sometimes it's hard to do it in the moment, but if you can take a step back, go outside, get some air, go whatever, and then come back, and then you think about it, and you realize, hey, you know, I, maybe I was being a little, you know, a little crazy or a little mean or a little inconsiderate, whatever it may be. Uh, but a lot of people don't do that. They don't take that time out. They're just in the heat of the moment. It's a fight. I'm arguing with you. You know, I'm cutting you down, whatever. And that's how, you know, things start to snowball effect and. and get really bad in relationships. Oh, yeah, well, because, like, I mean, I'm 99.9% right, and she knows that. She knows her place. She's a woman. So it's really <laughs> just those, like, one, this 0.1% that you I give her. Yeah, I just <laughs> lost I got to edit all of this. All of this is getting edited out. <laughs> no, you got to leave it. You got to leave it. But That, uh, wasn't, in, that wasn't in our notes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, women are the are the inferior, you know, species. So it's just what it is. Right. We got to edit all of this. We're gone. <laughs> the has gone off the rails. Dude. No, but no, it is. But she, you know, I, I do have, you know, for myself, I always think I am right. And I, I understand that. But there's times where I'm like, after she'll explain it to me in her way, then I'm like, you know, I'll try to explain what I, my thought process was. But then at the end of the day, you can't be upset with each other for having different feelings. So that's really what it comes down to. And I think me and her, we really understand each other well. And like when we don't, when we explain it to each other well also. So I think that was another thing that added to me wanting her, you know, to be my wife and be a Dillner was one of those reasons. And, uh, I mean, even spending time with my son, like that's huge. Like that's a big responsibility for myself. I mean, that is, that, yeah. That in itself to be, how old is she? She's 28. 
But to be, I mean, it doesn't even matter what it doesn't even matter what age you are. No. To be accepting of someone's child and like pretty much, you know, newborn child too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge right there. You know, accepting the fact that you have that kid, um, you know, and just being there around the kid and being there for the kid. Like, did she have any uh, like qualms or like any like you have discussions about it? Was she kind of against it? Was she for it? What, you know, how how is she with the kid? Well, I mean, I told with, you, uh, in, with, like, with, you know, last with, year, she I didn't want to talk to me anymore because I was having one. So, obviously, at first, she did have a big problem. Um, yeah. But then, you know, she started, you know, she was, at first, it's different because I don't, I mean, I see them Tuesdays and Thursdays from when I get off work till about 7 o'clock. So, on those days, she's not even off work yet. So, she doesn't, yeah. didn't even see him for the longest time on those yeah. days. And then I just recently started getting them every Saturday. Every other Saturday, I'm sorry. Um, well, maybe we need to get her on a podcast and get her to talk about. Maybe she can give some advice on. Oh yeah, she's well right now. So she's in the other room right now. She's teaching uh, a Skype class so she can keep her uh, money going. She's just, yeah, she's just the other room. She should be done in a couple of minutes. She'll walk in and we'll explain it then. But also, no, but like you know, a couple of times she's seen him. She's great with him. She wants to spend time with them. Uh, well, just maybe give you know, just give some advice on like maybe yeah. she could talk to some other. Uh, you know, single moms or whatever, or single parents or whatever, they can talk about like, or any, you know, just talking about uh, how it is to have a kid that's not yours in your life uh, at such a young age type of thing. But no, yeah, definitely, um, especially with the other way around, because you, you know, I, a lot of my friends that are, you know, still swiping and still trying to find someone, they're like a lot of, you know, a lot of single people out there are single because they are single parents and like they're separated and co-parenting. Yeah. And then I, I think it's really hard pill to swallow. That, like, it's tough because it's, it's tough because you don't want to just bring your kid around anybody. I don't have any kids, but you know, you don't want to just bring your and, and I wouldn't want to be brought around anybody's kids uh, right away. You know, like that's something that's serious. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. your kids to just you know, oh, who's this? You know, oh, this is Nikhil. No, about definitely. It. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So eventually, when her roommate, you know, when her, things kind of progress, you know, we're making the right moves. So I'll move into her house. She's a homeowner. I'm okay to say that. Uh, she'll be the breadmaker. That's fine. I'm making my way as I'm trying, but you know she's gonna be the breadwinner for a little bit. Very uh, struck gold. She already has her own house, which is great. But uh, she has a roommate that uh, you know doesn't like me, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah, that's uh, that's. I don't know if I can say that on a podcast. I might get in trouble. Um, well, this podcast has already been flagged, so yeah. Well, the, you know, I have a lot of problems with the it's she just being a mean person to Nicole, and then that gave me issues. And then she's coming up with a fake reason to not like me because we got engaged. Could because you know, before we were engaged, I would have thought there was no problems. That's I'll just before that anyway, but that'll be it for that. Um, that's just the synopsis, but uh, so have you met her, her parents and everything like that too? And her, yeah, so not- she only had her mom passed away, so she only has uh, her dad, yeah. I met her dad a couple times. Um, he's cool. Yeah. As far as I know, we get along. She, but he's basically, he's full into as long as she's happy and you make her happy, then I'm 100% for it. So that was his, his always words to her. Um, you know, the thing is, is like I try to explain to people too, like this, uh, like you just were talking about, right? Swiping right and stuff like that. Like I know, I know a handful of people that are, you know, friends of mine that, have met their significant other, their wife, their husband, their fiance, their boyfriend, or whatever, long term from those kind of things. So all these people that are like, oh, that's just a hookup site. That's just a hook hookup site. I mean, I'm sure it could be. Like, <laughs> it could be. Look, but- I, I think I think it is every everything you like, any app or just anything in general. But you get exactly what you want out of it. If that's what you're looking for, then that's what you're gonna find. And it, I really do believe that's like one of my great friends, like Mike Barnes. Uh, and Hayden, they just got engaged also. Um, they met each other on Tinder, what, seven fucking seen years ago? Jesus. Yeah. And that was when it was like, you know, that was when it started transitioning just to the hookup site. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, there's no way they're going to last. But all of a sudden, like, look, wow, like, here we are. They have just bought a house together. Like, they're doing all the right things, you know. And it's- that gives me a segue into something else I want to talk about. And that's uh, uh, social media with relationships and how it affects it negatively. Sure. Um, I mean, what what's your take on it? Uh, on how it how it affects um, just a relationship in general negatively? Maybe uh, paying too much attention to your phone. Uh, whether I mean, it doesn't only have to be social media. I guess 
Uh, for me, I do have a bad habit of obviously uh, I'm a big sports nut and, you know, I'm a gambler and things like that. So I'm always looking at scores and always looking at this and that. And, uh, it's, and I'm sure it's annoying as fuck uh, for, you know, being at a restaurant or something and I, my phone goes off for an alert and I keep looking at my phone and things like that. But that's, that's, that's a whole nother thing. But like, what about like, so you're talking about like first dates you're talking about? No, or like no just in general, like you're talking about, that's just, like I said, that's just a side, side part of what I'm talking about. I'm mostly okay. talking about how uh, Snapchat and Instagram, like sliding into your DMS and Snapchat and Facebook, like how all that could be. Well, okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's like, a neg- negatively impacts, you know, like a relationship. Look, I mean, all like the Instagram, you know, boom and everything and the Twitter and everything. Obviously, there's that instant gratification. So, like, if you want to look for it and try to get it, it's right there. It's so much easier. You know, it's easier than what it was just because it's everyone's looking for, you know, that's what people Yeah, now you're going to ride your bike over to Tiffany Razzle Dazzle's house and watch her move away. Look, yeah, I mean, you swipe right, you get a couple likes, you get one cool message. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? Like, oh, then like. It is what what, real quick. What was your like? What was your line that you used? My um, line. Okay, so I I sent it to almost every. So if we're on Tinder and I sent it to almost everybody. No, it's fine. No, one hundred percent. I want to know it, Tinder and Instagram because Hinge is a little different. But uh, Bumble and Instagram. I you know I met my baby mama on Bumble, and I have a Clippers jersey also because their sponsor on their jersey is Bumble, and I support them fully. Uh, <laughs> Hardcore Bumble guy. No, but uh, Bumble and Twitter, uh, Tinder. No, you. Uh, I always sent a pizza roll gift. Um, so it's a guy in a yellow shirt with a yellow belt and I think brown, black pants, whatever. And he's opening up a Valentine's Day box. You think it's chocolates? Oh no, it's not chocolates. It's pizza rolls inside the fucking Valentine's Day box. Nice. And that's what you sent. Oh, dude, yeah, you'd be surprised. I look. I went years with like barely any responses. So, Once you start sending the pizza so rolls. Once you start so you the pizza rolls, you the person, and then that's all you sent. You didn't say any words. You just sent. No, nope, you just send the gift. That's it. <laughs> See, this could help. This could help people that are on Tinder, and, and maybe something like that. Maybe it's yeah. just you don't say you don't say words that you think sound cool or sound. They're nope. not. Just send a gift. That's funny. No, because guess what? If you don't like pizza rolls, you're not for me, and I don't even want to hook up with you either because you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Look. Combo? No, no combination pizza rolls, pepperoni only. And if you think combination's better, there's the door because you're just fucking stupid. <laughs> well, but that's good though because, like, you just like you're just—I just said like you know maybe that could help somebody that's doing. No, you know, I tell I tell all my guys that they're still out there, and even people get girls like phone numbers, whatever at the bar. Like this is how you, your first opening message. You just always send the pizza roll gift because it's it's so like. It's just perfect because, you know, you're being kind of funny about it, but you're not being too serious. But, but like, also, she's going to respond because she'll be say something about – she'll say something about, oh, I love pizza rolls. Oh, my God, I, I okay. love I love to eat. Or, like, oh, I love the snack. Like, something – you know, like – That's what I was going to ask. What do they usually reply with? And then that's what it is, huh? Like, oh, my God. Like, it's usually, oh, my God, pizza rolls. I lo- or, like, I love pizza rolls or – you know, all oh, the way to my heart, or when are you going to cook for me? Something like, when are you going to make them for me? Something like, you know, it depends what she's looking for. It also, um, yeah. And then I always, I always usually follow like, oh my god, thank you so much. But I have to ask you this important question. And they say what? And I say, what's your favorite kind of pizza roll? And if they say combo, you fucking delete them right off the app. No way, get out. <laughs> You're gone. Like that's three X's right Excellent. off the bat. Boom, combos. There's the door. Get Boom. out. Kick rocks. When when Nicole. When she said pepperoni, I knew she was the one right then. Did she say pepperoni? You're just saying that. No, she 100 percent pe- said pepperoni. But she she microwaves her pizza rolls. Fucking stupid. I mean, why don't you just spend the extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever? Look, you put them at. Look, I'll tell you how to cook the perfect pizza roll. You get the pepperoni bag. I usually I usually get the 120, but that's okay. So not the combos though. No, never, never combo, never combo. So you get the pepperoni bag. Um, and then you put the oven to 420. Okay. Duh, and, yeah, obviously one, it's funny <laughs> Two, It's the perfect temperature. And then you, you put it in for 11 minutes. Okay. The 11 minutes, you put them in for 11 minutes. Well, actually, so the, be- the best way to do it. So you get your pan, you're going to put them on, you put tin foil on top of the pan. One, it gets a little crispier Two, no cleanup. Then you put them in for 11 minutes, 420. Good to go. Perfect. You don't flip them or anything? No, no. Right in the tin foil, you're good to go. Not 11 minutes straight, perfect. 
And this podcast has really tur- turned into something I don't even know. Well, but, um, <laughs> but that's so, no, but anyway, no, so negativity and social media. Yeah, but like you said, yeah, that's what we were talking about. So now we're many, there's so many different avenues, like to where if you're, I mean, if you were look, like I said, you're going to get out of things what you put into them or what you want out of them. So I think it hurts people that it wants to hurt, but also it's such a huge yeah. platform to, you know, better your, you know, not better yourself, but for that enjoyment. So like, if you, I mean, want, I, if you want to get sleazy with it and DM people and like try to hook up with people, then that's, what's going to happen. And you're going to get, you're going to be successful at it as long as you keep trying. But, you know, I agree. I just think, I, I think it is like, if you're going to be that scummy person, you're already that scummy person. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Social media is easier for you to be that scummy person. Because guess so, what? If you're she's if let's say let's say you're of the persons at home and you're at the bar with your you know your best friends and all of a sudden you see a cute person like and you're a sleazy person guess what you're gonna talk to them no matter what so it's the same thing as the internet oh look at this cute dude look at this cute chick like let me go let me go slide in the DMs let me like her tweets you know let me like yeah, the- exactly. it's just easier and the thing is if you don't trust that person then there's more of an issue than it's just social media you don't trust that person for you know a reason so social media or not. You know, and like I said, it's at the end of the day, it's like if that person wants to be sleazy or scummy or whatever, they're going to be that. They're going to be that way. So, okay, I don't mean I, to interrupt I, you, but my fiance just walked in the door. That doesn't mean you don't have to stop talking, but um, I was you, like, you, no, but, I was like, I was like, well, is she going to talk or? Yeah, she just got done coaching class, so she's probably tired, but we'll make her talk anyway. Make I just want to ask her. I want to ask her one question, and then she can she can she can go back and relax. Walk off, okay. What question no, do you want to ask me? I didn't say that. I didn't tell you that. To, <laughs> to, 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 to no, I was just gonna ask. Uh, we were talking about it a little bit ago, but um, um, what are the, some of the hurdles that you had to uh, accept or overcome um, with PJ being a, a single dad? Because uh, I mean, obviously, you don't, you know, you don't have any kids of your own, and that's that's something real serious for to deal with with someone that is kind of a new relationship, you know. And like most people, you know, wouldn't stick around, wouldn't wouldn't give a second chance. And he, well, he told us that. Around. Well, well, I know he he told <laughs> us that at first there were some issues and blah blah blah, but you guys found yourself. So uh, how did you overcome uh, those 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 issues? And I know it was a, I know you like pepperoni pizza rolls, so that had something to do with it. The pizza, the pizza rolls, they were the they were the win. See, me. I told you. <laughs> but other than that, like what what made what changed your mind and what what made you kind of accept it? Honestly, I I think it was because nothing was like forced. Like it was brought to my attention. He was very honest about the whole thing and he let me decide what I wanted instead of mm-hmm. like making me feel like I needed like I Almost like making like people can make you like feel bad for like not wanting that kind of life. And he was very accepting and like understanding and backed off when he Mm -hmm. obviously like knew I kind of needed space to like think about things and just kind of get out of my own head. And without like feeling pressured, like we were able to like talk again. And then I was able to realize that like that was something that I was okay with and that. I was willing to work on with our relationship instead of like feeling like I was backed into a corner. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, I mean, what people have to do, like when you, like you just said, if you, you make it seem like, Hey, I just want you to know you're about to be a mom. Like, right. You can't, you can't just say that and accept them to be like, or expect them to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, no, like, like, obviously like, wasn't happy that like, I didn't want that. But at the time, like I was in a completely like different place and like, unlike him, like I hadn't been in relationships a lot. So like, that was more of a big thing than like the, the kid was like, obviously like I have grown to love Adam and like, I can't imagine PJ without him. You know what I mean? Like they're a package deal now, but yeah, just like not feeling like forced into that. Like I was able to kind of like grow as my person and realize like, Oh, well, like it's not an ultimatum kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, and that's awesome. I mean, I'm 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 really glad to hear that. He's he all he did was talk about how even though you uh, 
you know, you left him high and dry. And I'm just broke kidding. my he heart. Said, he broke my heart. That's what she he did. Broke, he said, even though that happened, he couldn't see himself with anybody better than you. He knew that you were perfect. And, you know, he's just so happy right now. So I'm happy to hear all of that. I kind of asked for the story before because, uh, you know, he's one of my best friends. And I didn't even – I was just telling him. We were at the gym, saw Instagram, and we were, me and my buddy were both like, uh, is this real? Yeah, as I told us, all the stuff that we talked about, we never talked about getting engaged after a couple months. So, um, but thank you for coming on here and talking a little bit because I, I think that could help out a lot of single parents and stuff like that that might be listening. And I uh, wanted your perspective. I know I got PJ's perspective, so I appreciate that. So, thank you. I hope I can help, and you're very welcome. Now you can fuck off. All right, PJ. Yo. Uh, Oh, that's what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> See, I badmouth her. I call her a dumb Jew all the time, and it's fine. All right. You're not going to edit this. I can't. You no, can't just but keep me dropping fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I tell her she's a dumb Jew, but it's only because I love her, so it's fine. She really Jewish? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> her dad's Jewish. <laughs> so then, okay. All right. She said kind of, kind of. Well, because I don't know if you knew that. Like, so if your mom isn't the Jewish person in the family, you necessarily don't lean toward being Jewish. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yeah, now you know. So if the dad is, it's kind of like. Which is a weird thing. It's kind of swept under the table that. for no, yeah. Because. Is, is Lakayim Jewish? Is that Jewish? What'd you say? If you say Lakayim, is that Jewish? Lakayim, yep. <laughs> You got a beer? Cheers. I got one, too. Well, I just finished my drink because you made me wait 35 minutes to finally start this podcast. I had to I had to make sure everything sounded kind of decent. Like, I was going to do it through Facebook. I didn't know if we could do it on here, so it worked out. But there's another question I wanted to ask you that I wrote down that made me think of you. Sure. Uh, and it was uh, – she can listen to this because maybe she can listen to your answer. But <laughs> No, she'll be in here unless she gets me another drink that uh, she's not leaving. Well, she's, well, I mean, she should probably go do that. I mean, she's, you said she, women are inferior. Women so. are the inferior species. There's no doubt about that. On top of being a woman, she's a Jew. I mean, that's double. That's double inferior. This podcast is going to have to be like, – I got to change my settings to explicit now. I hope you're well, Look, 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 look. Look, look first off, nothing I said was explicit. So just yeah, – There's going to be Jewish people on there that are – Firmly offended. Look, obviously I'm kidding because I'm marrying you, so obviously I don't have a problem with it. But you I, have, I, you... I'll, I'll just change it to explicit. <laughs> no big deal. My first ever guest on here, and now I got to change my settings. So Look, that's... it's going off the rails real quick, and that's fine. But is what I was going to say is I had someone. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was but... cracking up. But I, I thought about you. Uh, I had someone ask me uh, if Big Dick Energy was real, and I said, uh, I "said Absolutely, it's real." I said, "I know someone who has it." And then he looked at me and said, really, who? And I just looked at Winked. He goes, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, is it real? And he asked me, how do you obtain it? Oh, so. well, obtaining it? Look, I think you got to be born with it, first and foremost. Um, no, not um, really. What is it? What, really, before I you, think, say, before I, you I, say if you can obtain it, what is big dick energy? So, you know, not, you know, not to toot my own horn, uh, my friend Maddie, I'm sure you probably met her a couple of times. You know, she's even told my sister that I have it. So, you know, I mean, you know, I'm almost, you know. She's getting a lot of plugs. No, Maddie is different from Francis. Those are two different people. Oh, crap. Never mind. Two different nurses. One's at, one's at Rush. One's in Phoenix. Travel nurse. Gotcha. So, you know, they're both doing COVID-19 stuff, I think. Maddie's. Just I thought you were talking about your girl. No, that, ooh, no <laughs> wait. That's Allie. She's a travel nurse also. And that's your girl. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. What, no, but what? so what I think, so if I describe, you know, BDE, Big Dick Energy, um, I think it's just one of those self-knowledge things that you have, like, hey, you know what, I'm important and I am, you know, I'm not going to let anyone kind of put me down or like, you know, I'm not going to let you think that I'm not. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be a confident person in myself and like what I, everything I do. I think that's a key word right there. I think it's confidence. I really do. I think if you're confident in yourself. Um, and like you just, everything you just said, I think that's a perfect definition of it. I just think it's like, uh, whatever, I don't care what you say about it. Like, I know that, you know, I'm confident in, in myself and I really don't think it has uh, people that 10 inch dicks have, are the only ones that can have it. You know, I just think it's right. That, yeah. That they own themselves. They just own it. They know. And I think that 
for guys that are listening that are interested in things like that, I think um, it goes a long way uh, just being confident. Be confident in yourself. And uh, girls love confidence. They really do. So girls hate cockiness because I get called cocky a lot, but I don't see it. You know, I, I see confidence. That's all you I know, see. No, I, and I, I do believe that 100%. I think you are confident. You're not cocky. Um, and hey, I do bud. believe it. No, but there's a fine line, I think, between the two. Um, but I think when you're flirting, I think it's a little, you, you know, you get a little loose with it. You get not you necessarily, but I don't Let's get the you... wife back in here and ask her, uh, yeah, she's right here. She, you know, she got a little smirk going. What's the difference between confident and cocky? I think it's the girl. I think that if a girl isn't super confident in herself and her responses with flirting, then she might take confidence as cockiness, but occasionally that guy does tip that I'm a douchebag cockiness. (laughs) If you can't, if you can't hear me out and then you're cocky. See, I think, I think the difference is a lot is, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think uh, confidence, like I am okay with like joking about myself and putting myself down as well, because I'm confident that it's just a joke. And I feel like, and I feel like cocky people, they don't, they won't put themselves down. They have to make everybody feel like they're, you know, head honcho, big dick cheese kind of kind of person, you know? I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. There's a lot of people I know that are cocky and they, 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 there's no, they, they can't be, you know, they can't be beat. They can't be outed. They, they're, they're just the best, you know, I think that I'm the best at what I do in a lot of things, but I don't think I'm the best person in the world. And I think these people that are cocky, they think that they're the best person in the world at everything, no matter what. Exactly. And like, I'm sure there are other people like other podcasts and stuff that you listen to and see things that you don't like, and you want to make sure that you don't do and things that you love and you want to morph into something that could like work for you. And that is confidence because you're confident that you're still really great at what you do, yet you're not fearful in seeing greatness in other people. Yeah, you want to constantly be learning. You you just want to be learning. You want, you know, you watch other people or you listen to other things and you just want to constantly picking up those little things. And that's, you know, that's what I was talking about um, to one of my friends the other day when it comes to relationships, like every relationship that you had is building blocks for, you know, the best relationship that you'll ever have. Uh, You learn from every one of those relationships, you know, you, you learn how you were and the mistakes you made and you don't want to repeat those, you know, you just keep constantly learning. And I think everybody should always be wanting to, to learn something, whether, you know, I was a little weary about doing podcasts and I've already had, you know, a handful of people make fun of me because I'm doing it, but it's just something I've, I've always wanted to do. So I just always wanted to talk to people. And now, you know, there's outlets that you could just have, if you want to listen, you want to listen. If you don't, you don't, you can watch, you can listen to other things and watch other things. But um, I do think that that's the difference between um, cocky and confident. Now, when you're talking about, uh, how to you know gain and be a confident person? How would you how would you explain that? How do you tell someone to be confident? Well, so like so, I think it just in, just in general, I think like a just in, like is a you know a confidence or cocky. I think cocky is taking more shitty to where like if you're a shitty like output life. Oh, I'm just better. Like confidence is more like oh, I'm 100 confident in myself. Sure, there's other better things than me, but guess what? I'm confident in myself. And I think that's another one of those. That's one of the steps of gaining confidence is you have to accept who you are. And I think that's the biggest thing. So like you got to find one thing like, look, for a while, you know, I weigh 100 pounds soaking wet and that's fine. But also I get curls for the girls. So that's what you got. You got to focus on one thing and you just got to go with it. <laughs> no, but you just got to find one thing to be proud of. And I think you just got to build off of that. And it's kind of like a snowball effect. You know, you get one thing going all of a sudden. Now you get now all of a sudden. Once you figure out that, what whatever, maybe you get a cool shirt that you look that you think you look really good in, and then you just kind of build your confidence that way until you become cool. a super confident person, just happy with who you are, and that that big, sends out the big dick energy. Girls could have big dick energy, big clit energy, we'll call it. I think when when you realize when you can realize that no, you're not going to be able to please everyone, and you're not going to make every single person love you. That's when you can start being confident because you're confident with yourself rather than what everyone else is putting yeah, into you. And there's people that that they do. Um, that's what they look for. They want everybody to love them, and like yeah. it's, it's, 
It's hard. It's hard to, I mean, it's impossible to do that. You know, there's, you're going to have haters. People hate. You're going to live a really unhappy life. Yeah. You're going to have haters. People hate people just because they're doing something that they're not doing or, you know, maybe doing something that they wish they were doing. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is a lot of people just don't want to get up and, and go do anything. They want it just to happen. All right, cool. This podcast has gone over 45 minutes. I was worried it was going to cut off at 45. Even though I just looked it up and it said group, it can go two hours. So, okay, I just want to make sure. But- oh, well, we got plenty of time. I got plenty of stuff to talk. You need stories about anything? I got it. And I know you're right there with it. Oh, I know. That's why I just want to make sure I saw it coming <laughs> creeping on the 45-minute mark. And I was like, oh, it's going to cut us off and I got to start another one. But uh, to kind of wrap that up, yeah, I just, you know, it is what it is when it comes to it's confidence. I mean, if you have confidence in yourself, that's what big dick energy is or big clit energy. It, I mean, girls. Can yeah, have it it's smart. Yeah. You, you got to go BCE, BDE. You know, but, depends what you, are. And you know what? Maybe again, I wanna, you know, maybe I want to swing for the other fence one time. Maybe I want to go out with a big clit energy. Got my hair going. I got my fit. I got my shoes. Maybe, the, you know, I don't know. Is it all in one? I don't know. But uh, so when, when, when a guy is is there's confident and cocky. And then when there's a girl that has confidence, but there's, there's a difference between confidence and a bitch. <laughs> so, but but I, again, I think, I think it comes down to is if you're confident with yourself and happy with yourself and positive, or is it you're shitty? Like, Oh, I'm just better than you. I'm not going to do that because you're just shitty. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, and I, yeah, I really do think it, the, the bitchiness and the cockiness, I think it's, they're all come down to like be just being a shitty, per, like, just being shitty that I think that it comes out like, Oh, I look down on the people below me or above me. Like, unless you're not at my level. So I think that's really, I, in my opinion. I think it has a lot to do with who's around you too. Like who's building you up or who's like tearing you down. Like the people that you love and care about the most, are they like building your like cockiness up? You know what I mean? Like, are they, are they embracing that or do they see it as like, you're a dick too because if the people that love and care about you are calling you cocky and an asshole then more than likely the whole world is thinking that's what you are look yeah i mean like alex Granboy's granny i talked about him a little earlier but like get back to him doing like all of his friends go, oh douchebag alex is back always oh, hey you know he's single he's hanging out with friends it's like i talk him up all the time like cute kid great muscles great guy he's got a great job his own house are you kidding me yeah, you're just, you just doing that the other day on skype with like but, five dudes <laughs> But then you gotta hit, you gotta you gotta calm down. So that gets his, that gets his confidence up. But to get a avoid from him being cocky, a little you know, sometimes he gets a little douche. But not really. I would never say that. But then you got to tell him, hey, you're short. And you have a bad hairline. You just got to build him down a little bit. You got to <laughs> neg him a little bit. Well, I think you're, because I think you, you, cutting, you, you, you cut like, me down for too too long, too much. Right. You got to give like. Look, you look, you know, you did great for yourself. You know, when you, you know, when you were with, you know, a couple people, you got a little, you know, you let yourself go a little bit. And then all of a sudden you go and work out. You're a cute kid again. You, you know, you got the muscles to show for it. You're a big kid. You would never know. You were a little chunky a couple of years ago. You would never know. <laughs> and even then, even then, I would never say you were bigger. But then, like, once you started working out last year or whatever, two years ago, whatever it was, still two years now, like, you lost weight so quickly and just started toning up. And I was like, wow, this dude is going to get so many bitches. <laughs> he doesn't even need to sweep right, swipe right because they're going to swipe right on him. But at the end of the day, if something happened to you and you couldn't work out anymore and you gained whatever weight back and maybe even more because we get old and fat and that's just what happens. Yeah. Like the people who can't see past that, they're going to be the people that are the most unhappy at the end of the day. Oh, the girl, the girls that I was with or the girls that I dated when I was fat, like, those are the real MVPs. Well, and we're not going to say fat. You were just thick with two C's, baby. Two C's, baby. <laughs> those, those, are the real, those are the real MVPs. <laughs> I thought you were going to I thought you were gonna make fun of them for debuting you were fat. And I didn't know where that was I'm going. I was about to say some names, but I'll just keep it, uh, keep it uh, general. Well, I think you they should know. name some names. I named two names. I think you should give me at least one name. They know who they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What if they don't listen to the podcast? What if then they're not MVP? <laughs> they're not the MVP no more. That's a fucking get them out of here. They're cut. Get them off my list. PJ, I told you to bring up a topic. You have no topics to talk about. Look, I'm the I'm the guest. You know, so I know. I'm just I'm the guest star. Okay, you're the host. I don't. You know, what am I going to talk about? What's on your mind? You got anything on your mind? What's going on in the life of PJ right now? What's going on in the life of me? Uh, my hours got cut. Um, my fiance's roommate kicked her out of her own house. 
No. Um, and uh, here we are. We're, you know, catching up on Ozark. Um, yeah, there's really not. In my life, just you know, with this quarantine, you know, it's really weird. Um, quarantine's kicking my ass. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's ridiculous. No look, work. I have no, no work. No, no nothing, man. Yeah. It's, look, Team Gold finally goes to the championship game. We're coming up to go to Indy and play it, and all of a sudden they cancel. Dude, the world can't handle Team Gold winning a championship. I, dude, there, of the amount of riots that would be going on in the streets of of Lake County, Indiana, would be insane. We have such a big following, and I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm just so proud of us this year. And you know, we were so close. Now we're co-champs until we finally play. If we ever get to play, but um, it's you know, when you get something, sometimes the world just takes it away because you know, life sucks, then you die. I mean, there's a very important person said that. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, you know, look, always swipe right. It's the greatest dart team uh, name of all time. And, uh, you know, he's having a tough time, but uh, Sam's got to come through. And, you know, I hope he does. I, you know, I try I talk to I talked to him for a little bit today. And, uh, you know, I just he's got, you know, he's going through some shit, too, just like everybody else is, man. Like and I said, I think, when, you, when, you're, when you're sitting at home, I mean, he's got kids and stuff like that, but when you're sitting at home and you got nothing, I, I made this podcast yesterday and I talked about it for like 10 minutes or whatever. Uh, you, you sit at home and you don't really got much going on. It's like you're inside your own head. And that could be, that could be a very scary place to be for a lot of people. Um, you know, so it's just key. Like I, you know, I said yesterday on my podcast, just, uh, you know, use that time to do something that you've been putting off for a while. Um, you know, something that you love or something that's new. I don't know. Like I, I can get lost in working at the bars for, for so long. And I, you know, I picked up my real estate books that I have laying around and I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll, I got fucking plenty of time. Maybe I'll just go through these books again and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm ready to take the state exam right away. And well, maybe I'll start that's getting- awesome. Well, because you know, we, my mom always brings it up, you know, where, what the fuck happened with Nick and his real estate. I'm like, ma, listen, he's just a dumb fucking dude. And he, he used to, he wants to lift weights and drink beers and fuck bitches. Like that's just, he's just a little bit behind and he just got to figure it out. And now he turned, and then, so, you know, this year when you turn 37, you're just going to figure it out. I think. <laughs> I'm 28, dude. You know, this. it's not 37. 28. Not 37. He's not 28 either. Don't listen to him, Nicole. No, everybody. That's what everybody guesses. Everybody's always like, "What are you like, 27, 28? Nick, Bingo, Nick, that was uh, four years ago, bro. You got to get a new age. <laughs> uh, that, that was the last time I worked at the bar, which was like fe- feels like four years ago. Yeah. Um. Uh, what the hell is that? Oh yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so I've been reading just those those books and stuff, and I got I I did do all that stuff already, and I did fuck up. And, I know uh, you did. I know you were white. You were gonna go past the boards, and you know you were gonna. S- you know, sling real I, estate, and then you were going to sling dick in the real estate for porn videos. It's a nice, you know, uh, the ridiculous. real estate people. That's a nice category you can watch. I've seen a couple. Yeah, um, look, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, that could be me right now, damn it. Um, you're like, hey, I'll buy this house from you if you just bang me. And it's like, okay. Like, so yeah, this could be you. Yeah, like I said, I did all, I took all this, the classes, I passed all the schooling, and then I had a year to take the test, and I didn't take it. I got two two jobs at bars, two bartending jobs at once. I was working at a windmill for a little while, and I was working at Hoses and Cuffs. And then I was making good money at both places, so I just put it off for so long. And then what happened? Both those places fell through, and here I am without my uh, real estate license. So, But you know I, what? It's possible that you could have taken the test and still not have been into it, and then you would have been licensed and not had any care to do anything with it and still – took up the jobs at the bar and still been in the exact same spot. So sometimes it just has to do with like timing and how you feel at that time. Like, yeah, you mentally might've been prepared, but like maybe that just wasn't what you were feeling at that time. And you shouldn't beat yourself up about that. Cause look at now you're like into it again. You're like, you know what? I have all this time and like, I don't want to do that when I go back after this. And yeah. And that's the thing is I was really, I was, as I was uh, was going to the Coldwell um, school or whatever, I was I was really into what I was reading. Like it, it's crazy how uh, when you're interested in things, you you retain that information so much more than when you're just reading things you don't care about. And like uh, when it came to that, you know, I I remember I was at my friend's house and we were just 
talking about a house he was trying to buy. And I was, I was asking questions that I learned in the schooling and he was like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, how the fuck did I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. And then I got to a portion of the schooling towards the end where it was all math. And the same thing happened to me that used to happen in high school. <laughs> Whenever I would start reading math problems is my eyes would start closing because I was getting tired. <laughs> Cause I can't stand math. I don't, I just read it. I don't understand it. And I never did. Look, I did, you ever think, did you ever think like maybe you were just dumb? Hey. No, I, I, I legitimately am extremely bad at math. Like I can do all the basics and everybody was asking me like, how, Nick, how do you, you tell me exactly how many odds you have when you're gambling? Like, Hey, you just do that with other things. And no, he, I, look, Again, it comes down to the thing. You get what you want to put out. What you get, what you get, want, want to get out, Nick. So if you want to get money out, you know. Listen, sometimes you just don't Look, get things it. go full circle. Okay. Well, no. The thing is, is, I think you know when I was in high school, I, I don't want to blame the teacher, but people that are listening to this, that no, we can blame the teacher. We can blame hey, people that have okay? It's always the other persons. People that listen to this and had Miss Craig in high school know that she didn't teach anything and so i didn't really learn anything and i was like you know what i'm not i don't even care i don't I, blah, blah blah so like i can do you know basic easy math but when it comes to algebra and things like that yeah, i can't yeah i can't do yeah, anything yeah. if you're not if you're not engaged in the learning process you're not going to get anything out of it but i started to when i was do, i passed the real estate math uh the schooling portion it just took me a little longer to figure it out and it wasn't that hard um a lot of it was just dimensions and, and things like that square footage square yardage things like that and I figured it out, but it was just, it was hard to figure out when I was doing it because I know, I guess I already, I already had it in the back of my mind. I'm terrible at this, so I'm not going to be good at this. Uh, so I pretty much already, you know, quit on myself before I even fucking started, but I got through it. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I, I just put it off and I was doing other things. And now, you know, I got a couple books around me and I go, I got, you know, I'll, I'll do like an hour a day reading it or whatever. Cause and yeah, you can, only, you, can, yeah you can only beat off so many times a day before you got to do something productive. Dude, I am hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know you've been pounding salary, so I know at least you're, you know, you know, giving some good loads regardless. But well, if you're not, like, like you got you to you dry that well. Does she know about the salary? No, she knows about pineapple, though. You don't know about salary? Mm-mm. Get, oh, jump for a fun fact, Nick. Oh man, everybody! Everybody that knows will Snapchat me a picture of celery and, and say, "Damn you, Nick!" Because they can't even look at celery the same way. Um, but you know, if you want PJ to shoot off a, a couple more loads, bigger loads, whatever, <laughs> celery. I mean, I don't know how you, how much you're into loads. I don't like. I don't, <laughs> talk, I don't like them talking to your fiance like this. No, it's but. fine. Well, wait no. a minute. I feel like that's a topic in itself. I didn't know that people were interested in the amount of the load. You're not. See, when I bring that up and I tell the story to girls, they're like, the fuck do you want a bigger load for? Who cares? And I'm like, you don't? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You want me to come just a little bit? Then you're like, yeah, offended like that I only came a little bit. Like, like don't, oh. you, don't, you, don't you as a girl feel Pretty know, more, more accomplished that <laughs> your guys are fucking hit the ceiling? No, you know what I feel like? The guy is just a dribbler. I feel like if it's a dribbler, then you either had sex recently or you beat it off. See, I disagree because I I, I don't I don't think that's true. I look, wouldn't know because they don't have a penis. But look, I'm I'm not a shooter in myself, and I'm okay with saying that. You know, I just kind of hang out a little bit out. So I just hang out. <laughs> yeah, like, I, and I'm fine with that. You know, it all depends on how the girl treats me, and that's really what it comes down to. If it's not good, then it's just gonna you know it's gonna leak out if. <laughs> It's not good. It's just gonna leak. <laughs> it's funny because I've talked to a couple people and they're like, "Nick, dude, this girl was like, holy shit, that's a lot." And I was like, "Told you." And he had celery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, also, did you if if right as you're you know right before you're climaxing, right as you're climb you know coming, like if you put a finger in your asshole, you're gonna you know produce also more because you get that prostate stimulated. So that's also. a good segue. I was gonna ask, how is the butt play in the Dilner uh, relationship? You know, Any- she's really not into it. Um, and you know, you know, I don't want anything in my butt, but um, yeah, that's about it. 
So what about Eat Ass Fridays? That's not a thing in the Dillner household? Um, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. Your face right now? She's look, probably just like, nope. Look, yeah, she's a 28-year-old, you know, virgin. So it's, you know, you got you to take baby steps. <laughs> we'll get back to you when we have our own house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, why, do you eat ass loud? What? You might. You, you never wait, know. You don't eat ass loud? I don't understand. <laughs> I guess I never thought about it. I guess you need your own house to eat ass. Good fucking job, PJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you got to do what you got to do, you know? That's it's true. But yeah, I mean, if you if you see PJ loading up a little uh, celery in a smoothie, you know what he's expecting. So Look, celery and pineapple smoothies every day at work so she doesn't see me doing it. So Dude, I, I just- do. You I do celery, pineapple, and mango in almost all of my celery or all my uh, smoothies because, I mean, that's just that's just best tasting. I mean, I don't never taste it. I don't know what it tastes like, but but you, they say the sweeter you eat, the sweeter things you eat, the sweeter the you know, the puss yeah. or the cum. Yeah, the puss. <laughs> it works for girls too if they eat fruit. Yeah, you don't know that girls that don't eat fruit they have stinky puss. Damn, you really <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. So I didn't like know. like so. I'm gonna I'm I, can I say this? Uh, I'm just gonna say it. So like <laughs> black Twitter, you know, like you know, like black Twitter, you know, black Twitter's a thing. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They make fun of Doja Cat a lot because she says she doesn't eat fruit, so they know her puss don't taste good or smell good. Hmm. And if it does smell good, that means she sprayed it with perfume, which is also mm-hmm. gross. Did you gotta say puss. Is that not a better word you could use or labia? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How does she feel about you just saying puss? I could say vagine. She just shrugged. <laughs> she just put her hands up by I don't give up. What if he said the C word? It depends on who he's saying it to. Look, my favorite word my, look, my favorite cuss said- word of all time is cunt. I'll say it out loud. It's my favorite cuss word. I don't care. So what if he said he was eating out your C? How would you feel? <laughs> I'd be like you sound like an idiot. That would be weird. <laughs> Th- yeah, look, if we were in Britain or Australia, that would—that's like what they mean by bitch. So they call someone a cunt just means. Yeah, bitch. Australia still got wildfires, bro. Too soon. Too soon. What? What do you mean? Wildfires, bro. Australia. Yeah. What? <laughs> I know what they needed to do, Nick. They needed to get a bunch of guys eating celery and start coming over the fires. What about that? Okay. <laughs> that was good. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> look, you don't waste any water. Which, guess what? We're going to run out eventually. That's true. So you got to start using cum to put out fires. It only makes sense. Now that we're on that topic, I mean, you know, what kind of porns you been watching during this whole quarantine? What kind of porns? Luckily, my fiance does a good job. I don't really need to. So, that a boy. What a guy. But, but, if we're on the but. Case, you got to subscribe to an OnlyFans. You just have to at this point. You got to support your sex workers. You have to. Your sex workers? Yeah, sex workers, you know, people that, you know, like porn stars and, you know, people that do stuff online for, you know, money. Oh, okay, yeah. I made a joke about that the other day. I, I sent a Skype or a Skype. I sent a Snapchat picture and I was like, swipe up for more. <laughs> and I was like, No, yeah. I legitimately know a couple people that openly do that right now, especially during this time. And they're like, I don't even care. Like swipe up and I'll send nudes. And I'm like, what the listen? In my head, in my head I'm like, no one wants to see my little dick on Snapchat. Look, that's gross. Look, yeah, that's the problem. See, I got I got a big foot and people want to see it. So I I I uh I have an OnlyFans for myself. Um and I sell feet pictures for twenty dollars a pop doing miscellaneous things. So it's just you gotta make you got you got you got <laughs> you gotta make your money somewhere. Where is your foot? <laughs> what is it doing? <laughs> doing miscellaneous things. You never know what my foot's going to be into today. You just never know. I know somebody that um, uh, they're listening. They're going to know. I know somebody that um, had an old guy pay them $700 for him to be able to come on her foot. That's all I wanted to do. You want to jerk off on her foot. Mm-hmm. I do that for free, so. Like, I feel like that's that's really weird, but at the same time, that's an easy $700. Listen, if anyone wants to come and make you $700, make it eight, and we got a deal. 
How does your wife feel about this story? Uh, Look, I'm a little indifferent because one, I don't want any old guy doing sexual things in front of me. But <laughs> if I don't have to touch him, if he doesn't have to touch me, there's no touching whatsoever. There's just literal come Locking. on my foot. I'll take the money. Let's go. So he's like, no touching, no touching. And it just fucking just drops on your foot. And it's cool. Give me my 700. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and guess what? It's good for your skin. It's good for your skin. So guess what? No more dry feet. Duh. Yeah, I tried to explain that. I tried to explain that to girls. They don't believe. Which part? That it's good for your skin? Yeah. Oh well, you're just an idiot if you don't believe. I try it. to give. I try to give them the benefits of why. I get try to give them the benefits of why I want to go all over their face, and they're like, "I don't believe you." Really? I'm the opposite. I say that it's good for your skin. Yeah, she loves it. So God damn, PJ, you really have to <laughs> fucking go with mine, buddy. Look, there's only three reasons I'm with her. One, she lets me come wherever I want because she's good for her skin. Two, she likes pepperoni pizza rolls. Three, she owns a studio. She's doing well for herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, PJ. What a guy. Look, I'm just, would, you know. Who would, have thought, who would have thought that I would be talking to you and giving you tips, and now I want your tips. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody helping. wants a tip of the PJ. Everyone knows that. That's just rule number one. Never would have thought that I would be helping you and giving you advice, and then all of a sudden now I'm going to fucking text you and be like, how? <laughs> Look, so this is what I, no, see, I, you know, me being the young one of the group, I took everybody's, you know, everyone's life lessons and this and that. I took it all. I weeded it all out. And then now that I'm a 26, you know, great dude, then I just, you know, I use all the good tricks and all the good things. And now here I am. Hey, man, I've known you for a long time and uh, you've definitely paid your dues. So I'm, I'm happy for you that you have an amazing girl. I really am. Yeah, Bob I mean, you. I wouldn't go that far, but she's fine. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> and somehow you're still going to get your dick sucked in like 10 minutes. What a treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to buy your Dairy Queen first, then we'll talk. Oh, all right. Well, this has been riveting. <laughs> Look, I, you know, I, I'm glad to be your first guest. And, you know, if you ever need me on for any other day. I am 100% in. This is my favorite thing to do is talking bullshit and, you know, talk about great stories. And, you know, I'm about 95% truthful. The only thing I wasn't truthful about is, you know, getting a blowjob later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, a couple, I got a couple ideas for uh, some other podcasts that I want to, I've been wanting to do for a little while. Obviously, I mean, uh, me, you, and Danny were talking about doing the uh, the uh, pipe bombs, uh, pipe bomb ones. Yeah, the, listen, uh, uh, I live for podcasts. I listen to them about you know my whole day at work. You know, I listen to them a lot in my ear uh, whenever I can. So like, you know, I just love it. So podcasting is like the coolest thing to me. Uh, it's like the coolest thing going on right now. And you know, you're allowed to do it in quarantine, so it's another great you know a uh, way to put yourself out and get yourself out of stress and enjoy time with people. Well, I know you've been letting the people know about my podcast, so keep doing that, man. I really do appreciate that. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep up with it. Uh, I've had a lot of people keep asking me, "Are you gonna do it every day, every other day, every three days, every week? What, what are you gonna do?" And I mean, ideally, I'd like to do one a day or one every two days, something like that. Especially since I literally have very little to do. Um, okay, we just have to talk for about 40, 30 more seconds because we have to end on 30, 69 minutes, sixty nine minutes because that's just funny. You tell me when we're done, and I'll click it. Mine says, okay, I got you. Look, that's usually how things happen. I tell people when we're done because, you know, then you're finished. You know, that's how guys work. What do you want to say? We've got 20 seconds. You better say something before we get out we're of here. I want to say uh, Team Gold for life, you know. Um, team Gold, I'm really upset that we're co-champs right now, but we're going to be real champs because we're going to beat fucking Team Black or whatever the fuck they are, Team Orange. I don't even know. But Thank you guys for being 